Hello, friends, and welcome to Brotherly Love Gaming, the show where two brothers talk through the past, present, and future of our lives in gaming. My name is Alex, and with me today is my brother Spence. What's up, guys? So today we're going to be focusing on the future aspect of the channel because uh, on the same day, Microsoft and Sony announced some new things. Uh, we got the official confirmation and specs, details, whatever information you want on the Xbox One S all digital. And we also got the first look at specifications for the future PlayStation model, which does not have an official name, but everyone's just calling the PS5 because numbers were assuming that's what it's going to be called. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about, starting with the Xbox One S all digital edition and the fact that I don't think we're really happy about it right now. <laughs> Xbox One Sad is how I've been seeing people call it because the the S all digital. Like, what? Did, how did nobody in their marketing team notice that? But that's actually really funny. Um, the Xbox One S all digital. First of all, is more expensive than I expected it to be. I really thought they were going to do like two hundred even. You know, it's two fifty, and. As many, many people pointed out, like if you wanted to get an Xbox One S today, you could just go to Best Buy and they have the One S with the Division 2 brand new game for 250 bucks. And it comes with a disk drive and it's still a one, one terabyte hard drive, you know? So like, are they going to just put this thing $50 cheaper every time? The One S normal mode is on sale too, you know. Like, are they or are they really honestly thinking that, like, these three games that they're adding, add so much more value, you know, that it's well, that's obviously what I should do instead of getting a normal One S, you know. And the thing about that is, one, I don't know about, I don't know about Fort. It's pronounced Forza, by the way. If you didn't know, mm, Forza. <laughs> uh, yes, I. They literally tweeted it out, and they were like, "By the way, it's Forza." In case you were wondering, like maybe like two months ago, I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> My life has been a lie. Um, so Forza Horizon. Um, I don't know if that's on Game Pass, but Sea of Thieves is on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. So like people who already have Game Pass, that game is worthless. Right. Like there's no reason. Which, even, uh, like if you want Sea of Thieves, there's no reason to go get that. Well, I think Minecraft is on it too, isn't it? Like, it's not. I don't. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure um, that was. I'll have to double check. But but like if you're gonna play Minecraft, chances are you already have it. Yeah, like that game's been you know, out for a decade. Like, you know, like yeah, like you know, like it's it's available on all consoles, literally all consoles. Like if you wanted to play Minecraft, chances are you already have it. Yeah. So to to advertise this with Minecraft, a game that you can have through game pass which if you already have game pass that's probably the reason you're getting the xbox one all mm-hmm. sad um and like it, forza really like you couldn't have picked any other game like not everybody's into racing games you know right like at least with minecraft that's like a a wide variety like a lot of people like it it's very well received but like Forza and Sea of Thieves, they really are pushing Sea of Thieves, even though it like kind of flopped. Right. Yeah. Like that was sort of my thing was like I know they um they own it. It's a rare game, isn't it? Um so like they own it. Obviously. Let me let me look it up. You know, well for me personally, like none of those games appeal to me at all, you know. So like I'd rather they give me like a just a voucher for any random, you know, I'd even probably prefer Crackdown Three, which I know a lot of people didn't like, you know, but I'd probably want to play that before I play 
any of those stuff. It is it is a rare game, yeah. by the way. Uh, I mean, I noticed when I went back into it that they that they sort of snuck in at some point that that's going to include a quote unquote special offer for Game Pass. But like from what I could find, there was no information about what that is going to be. So, like my thing from the beginning was like if you got to be this, cheap. If you can make this cheap, two hundred dollars was sort of like my that is no more than that, which they messed up. And include some kind of like game pass incentive you know a year worth of it free or whatever like i would maybe have went there because there are just so many game pass games you know and they're adding more all the time but i just like right now i can't imagine like who is this for you know because like to me there's there's literally no reason for me to not just want to go out and buy the one the regular 1s right now and then subscribe to game pass you know Right. So I don't know if they, because they also at the same time announced that they're going to be doing a bundle service from now on with Xbox Live and Game Pass together. So part of me wonders if they were like, because of that, they didn't want to just give Game Pass away with this thing, you know, like they're trying to push people towards getting the all-in-one subscription. Right. Like you're sort of diluting your own brand, I guess, in a way by doing that, you know, because I really think that like when this was for we talked about it you know months ago when it was first rumored you know like my thing was like oh this is a game pass console you know they're gonna like they're probably selling it at a loss anyway because microsoft sells consoles at a loss you know and maybe by now they're they're able to make money on it. it's been a couple years but like if they're pushing the game pass subscription so much clearly that's like where they can make money a constant revenue service give people just like a cheap freaking box and let them just get their Game Pass games on it. You know, let them go crazy. The the other problem with it is, we talked about this earlier, is the storage size. Yeah. Like, I have the regular Xbox One. I think it's it's either 500 gigs or one terabyte. I don't remember which one. I, I genuinely don't. But it's consistently full. Mm-hmm. So, like... And that's that's including Game Pass. That's including my my disc games. You know, I don't think one terabyte is enough to house an only digital right gaming console. Yeah, I I don't know. It's it's definitely strange. Um, but my whole thing about it is they're just trying to get people on board with Xbox. It's not necessarily just. Like, there's obviously no upgrade or anything. It's just discless. Um, so transitioning with that to the competitor side, we have leaks slash, well, I guess it's confirmed now, right? Yeah, well, this was, so you're talking about the PS5. Yes. Um, yeah, it was actually like an official story um, in Wired. So it wasn't really leaked. It was Sony, I think, very smartly getting ahead of xbox's announcements of the day by doing I, the official story i don't know if it's smart though and here's my counterpoint okay so first of all 8k graphics i have a i have a whole bunch of i could go on and on about how that's a scam first of all <laughs> second of all it shouldn't <laughs> This is the first time they're introducing backwards compatibility, so that's awesome. 
for for PlayStation fans. Um, but the thing that I was thinking about most was that they revealed that this PS5 was coming with the specs, right? Xbox has not announced what their new generation is, so PlayStation as a whole kind of jumped the gun. Because as soon as the PS5 comes out, I guarantee you Xbox is going to do whatever they can to one-up them on the next generation. Mm -hmm. So I feel like they they kind of showed their cards too early. Mm -hmm. Um, Because of the fact that it's it's competitive between the two companies, obviously. Right. Right. So by you know revealing all your cards, saying this is what it's going to do, it's not going to come out in 2019, but it's coming. It's in development and it's coming soon. Now Microsoft has an idea of okay, what do we need to do to make it better than them? Right. You know, I'm sure they're already working on next generation. They they probably have been for you know three years or whatever. Yeah, because this one they but, was in the PS5 has been in development for a while. Yeah, but now that they know that, they can basically adapt to whatever they need to and create something better. Right. So. I mean, it can go a lot of different ways. I think part of the reason why Sony did this, I think definitely has to do with the fact that they are not doing an E3 presentation this year, you know? So on the one hand, it's like they could announce this stuff whenever they want to, you know? And they mentioned in the article that they've sent out a lot of dev kits already. So people are making PS5 games like right now. The reason like why say anything at all, I think is because they're probably expecting those specs to leak anyway, you know, and since they're not doing anything for E3 this year, you know, they're probably thinking like, well, we might as well just, you know, do it on our own terms on our own time, you know. Um, Someone pointed out like that, even though they broke down like the specs, they are still like incredibly vague at this point. So they kind of just give you like the general concept of what Sony is thinking for next gen. My biggest problem with all of the specs, right? So I think it was it, it was AK Graphics and AMD Ryzen, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, eight core processor. My mind is immediately going, if you're getting all of that, just build a damn PC. Second of all, what is the price on this thing going to be? Mm-hmm. It's going to be through the roof because of all of that. Like I can tell you an AMD Ryzen is not cheap. Right. Right. So hold on. Let me, let me actually pull up the exact price. Right. Cause well, while you're, while you're talking about the that, market, uh, while you're like looking that up, like, well, it's, you know, it's like they're, it's what I said about Microsoft selling the, um, the one S at a loss. You know, it's like right. you're you're probably expecting Sony to sell this thing at a loss of some kind, you know. And then it's a question of like how much of you know of a loss for them if they're putting this kind of hardware into it, you know, because like once you pass like the five hundred dollar mark, then that's where you can get into the territory of just get a PC, you know. Let me tell you so I found a couple of different price points, right? Mm-hmm. So the AMD Ryzen seven, right, the eight core is $300 right. on its own. That's just that. Right. The How much did the PS4 go for? 300 350 Originally? No, it was more than that. Hold on, let me pull it up. I think it was 350 or 400 or It was four, 400 originally. 400 so 399 
when the PS3 mm -hmm. was, I think, five or six hundred, which is sort of again like that's the point where I'm like, you messed up. <laughs> you messed up. Just like at that point, you again, I'm biased because I play on PC, but yeah. like if you're gonna put in all of these and graphic intensive features, there's no point for a PS4, in my opinion, because. You know, you can get a pre-built for almost the same exact price as, as that, you know? Like, if you're getting if you're getting upwards of the $600, $700, mm -hmm. you're going to get more out of a PC than you are a console right. at that point. The thing that I'm actually, like, honestly most, like, excited for is they also said that they're going to be putting a solid-state drive in there mm -hmm. than your normal hard drive, which to me is, like, that's amazing, you know, because... Even the example in the article is about load times in Spider-Man and like how fast Spider-Man can swing through the city because of like load speeds. You know, like I've I've played that game. Like it feels great, but there are times where like you you max out how fast Spider-Man can go because like the game can't load the world any faster. You know, so like that's the thing that's very interesting to me, and I want to see what they can do with it. But they're promising that with this insane processor with eight core cpu with this intense graphical ability that can support ray tracing apparently yeah um tied in with with vr which you know i mean that's also probably another reason why they're pushing like the 8k thing is because you know you need to have such high resolutions for vr you know i, I actually i'm with you on the 8k thing um that humans can only see in what is it uh not even 4k well it's not even but... it's not even that for me it's like just a matter of diminishing returns you know and i used to sell tvs for a living you know and this was even this was when 4k tvs were just starting to become good you know like the number of times i would put someone in front of two tvs they'd be like well i can't even tell the difference you know what i mean like it's because humans can only see up to a certain pixelation type you know yeah so there, so there are specific cases you know where that matters but it's it's, it's like I guess they're trying to future proof in a way. They're trying to be like, oh, and if they want this, if they want the, if this PS5 comes out in 2020 and they want it to have another, you know, seven year console cycle and maybe they don't want to have to do an update halfway through that again, you know, they're thinking, okay, well, in eight years from now, 8K might matter. So let's try to get that supported up front, you know? I'm, realistic. I'm calling it that if it comes out next year in 2020, it is going to be no cheaper than probably 700 yeah i can't and at that point there's no way in hell i'm getting one i can't imagine them like not just like totally killing themselves by making it more than 500 500 i think because like such a huge thing around the ps3 and then leading up to the ps4 and being like what's the price of the ps4 going to be so much of that was just like you made the ps3 too expensive it looks like they they might have learned with the pricing of the ps4 which you know, again, was only $400. I think, I think a lot of times like these console manufacturers like to overestimate, first of all, how big the gaming audience, I guess the paying gaming audience is, you know, and then they overestimate the loyalty of their yeah, fans and then just how much people want to pay for things in general, you know, yeah. like they're not going to drop hundreds and hundreds of dollars on this thing, you know, especially when you, because I think that's that's maybe why I feel like we, we you know just 
talk about how great Nintendo is all the time here, but you know, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I, I think Nintendo a big part of why like the Switch really took off so much was because it was, you know, it was a brand new console that was as affordable as its competition. You know, if you look at like its base pricing, it came in three hundred dollars, which was cheaper than the PS4 when it launched. You know, people at the end of the day just don't have money to spend on all this stuff. You know, when you start shooting for the high end stuff, you're trying to attract high end customers. And at that point, all those high end customers are just going to build a PC. I'm not necessarily going to be the person who even wants to build a PC to play those kinds of games. I would prefer to just buy a console, you know, but if you're making me spend a grand, like why would I bother? You know, the sole selling point at this point, once it starts getting into the high end or the exclusives, you know, right. like, is there going to be another Uncharted? I don't know because I don't play Uncharted, obviously, since I don't have a PlayStation. Is there, is there going? Dude. Well, there is going to be more God of War, apparently. I think that's yeah, already, they they talked about already announced. I think the first year of the Switch like should be the benchmark going forward for anybody trying to launch a new game console. You know, they they launched with Breath of the Wild. They had Super Mario Odyssey within the first year. You know, they had Splatoon two. They had um Mario Kart 8 you know like any kind of game that you could want like was on it in that first year along with the fact that they had you know in Zelda and Mario that year two of the best games in their entire history you know I feel like you need to deliver at least that at this point you know maybe that's too too much to ask that every time like new console comes out you get something as good as the Switch's first year you know but like if you want someone to drop the money if you want someone to invest in you right out of the gate you kind of need to. I don't think it's I don't think it's too much to ask for cuz like I feel like if you really want to market your system right if you really want to persuade people like from a pure business standpoint right, right if you really want to persuade people to come to this system this system is the is the reason you should play this you need to have those competitive games cuz if PS or say Xbox 2 right if it, whatever the hell it's going to be called. It's going to be a dumb name no matter what. <laughs> More than likely. Like, honestly, I'm sick of the PlayStation 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Like, just come up with something creative, please. Um, regardless, if Xbox, the newest Xbox, launches with Forza, I don't give a damn. You know, like, if PS5 launches and it's not going to come with anything but Little Big Planet, which I don't give a damn about, a lot of people do, but. If they promise things like, oh, God of War is going to be out in the first year. Okay. Infamous, what are they on? Three? Um, it would be the third numbered one, but there's technically four yeah. infamous games. Yeah. So the third numbered infamous game, right? And, you know, promises of those kinds of titles. That might be something to persuade me to come that way. Now, on Xbox's side, like I said, with Forza or whatever they would have to promise a new Gears game that is revolutionary, you know, something that's not just like the previous two games that mm -hmm. were mediocre at best. You, you can't really promise Halo because now you're switching to bringing Halo to PC again. So what do you have to offer during that first year of release? Because like you said, the Switch had a phenomenal first year, and I think that that should be the staple of how games how gaming consoles should be revealed. Right. Because other than that, what what need is there to get it on launch? You know, why right. not just wait until the price goes down? 
Yeah. Um, okay, so we went way longer than I thought we were going to go. Uh, but like I said, we really uh, apparently had some thoughts on that after we both thought we were not going to have thoughts on that. Uh, <laughs> well, I was I was only going to cover facts, and then we kind of straight off into opinions. So it was like just down spiral. Yeah. <laughs> so it's because we care. So thanks yes. everybody for hanging out. Um, let us know what your thoughts are on the PS5 specs, the Xbox One SAD, and. Uh, I guess since we speculated on uh, on future Xboxes as well, let us know what you think about that because we want to hear from you. You know, tweet at us at Brotherly Love G1 on Twitter. Comment on the YouTube video. Um, just, you know, interact. We like to have conversations because we know there's more than just our opinions. We know that. Um, so if you're watching this on YouTube, please like the video subscribe to the channel so you can see more videos like this one, like the gameplay videos, like the Monday morning news show and whatever else we feel like coming up with in the future. Uh, more, more uh, sibling rivalry type. Yes. We're going to do more, more gameplay things. Um, if you're listening on iTunes, thank you. Please give us a review on iTunes. So more people can hear about us. Um, any kind of, you know, feedback or anything you want us to, you know, talk about, you know, other kinds of content you want to see, like, we're here for it. You know, we're here for it. That's what these sections are for. Check us out on twitch.tv slash brotherly love G1, where we will be streaming something within the next week. Um, so quick plug, just picked up risk of rain two. It is a early access game on steam. There you go. I absolutely love it. I unfortunately am going away for this weekend due to the holidays, but when I come back, I am more than likely going to be streaming that every right. single day because I want to get better at it. And it's kind of like a dungeon runner kind of game. And we're just going to hang out, kind of have fun, probably play with some of my friends. Cool. And uh, see how far we get. Cool. I'm going to do um, some kind of JRPG soon because I have a couple that I need to work through um and i missed there was another tetris cup last week but i was on vacation at the time so i missed it and they could just stream it so next time one of those comes around check us out we'll stream them um so that that is going to do it for this week um until next time my name is alex and i'm spence and that's it we'll see you all next time thanks for hanging out bye